Hey, it's Lauren. Thank you so much for listening to The Afterlight. Enjoy the episode. Hey, it's Lauren and welcome. So my friend Candice Plant and I have started doing a one-hour session on Facebook and YouTube once a month on different subjects and we've called it the light hour and there's a lot of value in our talks and so I'm going to start to put them on the podcast as well. So this is a replay of that episode that was originally live. Hope you enjoy it. Also, I just want to apologize that there's a little bit of echo on my vocal at the beginning of this episode, and that is because I thought I had my headphones plugged in, but I actually did not, and I corrected that halfway through. So I hope that the audio is still okay. I wanted to make sure that I had this available for you if you didn't mind. This episode has been brought to you by me and my business, Lauren Grace Inspiration. Welcome to the Light Hour. I'm Lauren. And I'm Candace. And today we're going to be talking about and sharing with you 10 tips to manifest a fabulous, powerful, amazing 2024. So we are live right now streaming over on Facebook. We're also streaming on YouTube. And we would like to invite you to leave your questions in the chat if you have any and your comments. However, today our main focus is to give you tips and tricks you can actually use to manifest an incredible 2024. Candice and I are back here for the second time. And Candice, how are you feeling about us connecting again, doing our little mini show, which we've called the light hour? <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I was a bit nervous this morning, which is unusual for me doing this, but um, getting everything together and uh, going through everything to come up with all of my tips was really, really fun. And I just love working with you. So I'm so excited. I'm so excited to bring the light hour to everyone and just share and help everyone expand and grow. I think that what we don't do enough of is we don't live in our lives with enough intention. I think sometimes what we do is we go through the motions every day. We kind of you know, we're keeping up with the Joneses, we're going to work, we've got the same sort of routine. And we kind of forget that when we can be intentional about creating the life that we want to live, then the universe really responds to that. And what you and I are going to be discussing today and in this hour are 10 strategies, 10 ways, I'm already getting confirmation, <laughs> like zing, already zinging, about how you can bring in a powerful 2024. And what's really cool about what we're going to be discussing today is that you can always add your own spin on it. You know, Candice is going to say a tip or a trick, I'm going to say a tip or a trick. And it's really important that you kind of run that through your own filter and adjust it wherever ne is necessary. Because Candice and I, I'm sure I can you know, speak for you on this subject. We strongly believe that we have to be listening to our own inner truth and following that own, our own inner guidance. Did you want to comment on that at all? Absolutely. No. Um, and even for myself, like um, as far as the way I do things, manifesting and all these things, it just changes so much for me as I grow and as I upgrade. And so what works for some people doesn't work for others. And it's okay to take what's 
what works for you. And if you get one nugget that just goes, yes, then we've done our job and it's absolutely, you know, it's perfect. It's exactly as it's supposed to be. So. Yes, exactly. So uh, we do have people joining us. So welcome. If you'd like to leave a comment or a question or anything, please do that. Uh, Candice and I are about to go through 10 strategies, 10 ways that you can really manifest a powerful 2024. As I was saying earlier, it's important to remember that you can actually use these tips at any time. It doesn't have to just be at the very beginning of the year. Now, before we get to our tips, Candice, can you um, tell our listener, our viewer a little bit more about yourself yes. and uh, just a short little bio yeah I'm um, my name's Candace Planch I have a healing studio in Backers Marsh Victoria um, called Larimer Light Healing I'm an intuitive light worker a Reiki master teacher and a crystal healing master and I uh, found my way through uh, depression anxiety and PTSD and now get to share light and love and healing with the world so i'm just love doing what i do and and yeah and that's all i do that's what i do that's me in a nutshell I love that. And my name is Lauren Grace, and I'm the host of the Afterlight podcast. I'm also a business and life mentor and a medium and also a seer. And so Candice and I met together on our show or on the no, that's not true. We actually met in a psychic development circle and we really connected. And it's funny because Candice was just there for a couple of sessions, weren't you? Like you didn't. Yeah. And then, and then the universe kind of like pushed me out like my commitments just went it's like I went just to meet you and that was it I got what I needed grabbed a couple of I actually grabbed a couple of people along the way it's like you and you and you and you're now my tribe yeah yeah <laughs> shout out to Martina from Guide to Life <laughs> so yeah yeah it's beautiful it's amazing all right Yes, totally. And we've got more. We're going to be showing up for you every single month now doing different tips and tricks, um, really giving you value and um, hopefully inspiring you to live the best life possible because Candace and I are both really passionate about helping um, like-minded people to do that. So, all right, Candace. so what we're going to do is we're going to start now with the 10 tips to manifest a powerful 2024. And did you want to explain to the viewer at home, the listener at home, a bit about how this came about because we didn't actually share our answers until just two seconds ago. And we've only yeah, shared exactly. them in terms of titles. <laughs> That's it. And we, uh, we both, I think we were having a conversation about, you know, the first show and what it was going to be for January. And we were talking about manifesting. And I think I was telling you how much I hate new year's resolutions. Um, <laughs> and so we're like, like, Oh, this is now. Yeah, start now, start now. And I, um, yeah, so I actually started my New Year's resolutions, which I'm going to talk to you about in my first tip, but um, in December, and I was like, I was saying to Lauren, like I completely readjusted my entire healing space. I invested a whole heap of money in it. And it's almost like that this massive shift happened. So when you invest in yourself, that massive shift happened and it all happened in December and in leading up to this whole new year. So it was really beautiful uh, that we were able to, I kind of felt inspired just by this whole topic that we had talked about to, to start now. So uh, yeah, and we both, I think we both have um, similar but quite different ways of approaching manifesting. So I'm so excited to see because Lauren is so organized and I'm like, 
So, <laughs> so I love learning from her as well. So <laughs> she's always sending me like little tips. I think you need this. I get all these emails and I'm like, okay. <laughs> yes. Well, I do believe that when we all, when one person succeeds, we all succeed. And I like, I like that idea where we all can help support each other. So let's get to it. So Candice, you're going to start us off with tip number one. Now I say tip number one only because that's an order. I don't know whether or not these need to be explained in a specific order. Probably not. It's just more about the general statements in general, but um, I did put mine in a logical order and I know Candace would have done the same. So let's just go ahead. Oh, you didn't do that. All right. One thing I will say as well is that if you stay till the end or if you want to have a little sneak peek in the comments there, uh, Candace is now taking online bookings, which is super exciting. She's going to be doing healings at a distance as well. And also I've got a free vision board download for you. So if you want to go ahead and, um, follow us and do all that stuff. It's all in the comments right now, but we'll uh, we'll talk about that again at the end of the show. So Candace, kick us off with evolution, not resolutions. Yeah, so this one is, well, it's, it's not really my biggest one, but it's so important. So I hate New Year's resolutions. I think they're very, they're very detrimental because anybody, what is the date? It's like the 10th. Is it the 10th? It's the 10th. So we're 10 days in and I guarantee you that 90% of everybody watching has fallen off their New Year's resolution already. And all that does is make us feel really, really terrible about ourselves. And bad feelings do not manifest positive outcomes at all. Um, so I don't use the word resolutions or goals or I use evolution because I do believe that we constantly, as you grow and you start to get closer to your goal, your goal changes. And this comes through to being flexible and understanding that as you start to tap into what you really want, it's okay for things to change. Sometimes when we're like, oh, I want to... I want to lose 30 kilos by this date by not being flexible and allowing life to kind of come in the way. All it does is every, every month when we haven't quite made as much progress as we wish, then it just kind of knocks us back a peg. It also waiting for the first of the month, the first of the week, the, you know, waiting for January 1st or, um, oh, it's going to start tomorrow. It just puts this precipice on it that there is a certain time that we can change so you can literally you can literally fall down and three minutes later recenter yourself and go no you know what this is this is the start this is part of my evolution and I'm going to take those steps again to move forward for it so um it also doesn't mean I like the idea of it not meaning that you're settling for what comes along so a lot of the times I find so being flexible and I think Lauren uses this all the time when you're manifesting and I hope I'm not stealing something off you that you're going to say later but when you're asking for something or you're putting it out to the universe Lauren I know you always say this or something better yeah and and I think that's so powerful because it allows you to want more as you start to grow and get closer and also to go, oh, I don't know about you, but I 
kind of change my mind about what I want as I grow and those things become less important. Material things have become a lot less important. Some of my goals, even for my business and my own personal growth have changed so much. So I just find it so powerful to be more flexible, see it as an evolution rather than a resolution or a goal. So I could talk about that. (laughs) good and while you were talking i was thinking too because today i was kind of you know i've got this um manifest or or sorry master your mindset thing that i'm launching soon and i was thinking do i set it up for the first of february or do i allow people to kind of buy it and get into it right away and i really like what you're talking about evolution versus resolution i think there's a lot of emphasis that can be put on starting things on a monday or the first or whatever because some people do need the start time they, they will procrastinate. So they need that kind of like start date. But what I love about what you're talking about is you're going, you know what, if I'm feeling the momentum of something right now, I'm going to actually run with that energy and run with that fire instead of putting it off. Yeah. And I think that's kind of a really important thing to understand is that when we are feeling called to do something, that's the, and I'm getting crazy goosebump confirmation right now, but when we're being called to do something, it's like take action and do it now. If you are having a difficult time getting started on something, then I think that looking at the first or the Monday or whatever can work for you. But what Candace is saying, and I love it, is just like you're feeling ready to do something, get started and give yourself permission to adapt along the way, which is that sort of Absolutely. When you're most excited about it. So when you first have an idea, if you do not run with an idea, if I had have waited and gone, you know what, the time's not right. I don't quite have the money for this. I'm just going to wait. No, oh, it's too hard. I'm not going to pull everything apart and redo it. If I had have waited, I wouldn't have made such a change right now. I know if I had waited for January 1st, you know, I, it definitely wouldn't have happened and I wouldn't have had the major change that I've had and seen the results that I've already seen from that change. So totally, totally. And a special shout out as well to Zaneda who said hello to us and we have some other people watching. So please do say hello in the comments. So happy that you're here. And again, if you have any questions, let us know and we'll be sure to answer them throughout the show. All right. So my turn now. So I am going to talk about now ordering from the universe. So I definitely um, feel that when we are wanting to manifest something, we actually have to tell the universe what it is that we want. I really like the idea of you go to the restaurant and you're really, really hungry and you're sitting at your table and the waiter comes over and the waiter's like, hey, girl, what can I get for you to eat tonight? And you're like, you know what? Just bring me anything. I am so hungry. And so the waiter goes, "Okay," with a confused look, goes back to the kitchen, says to the head chef, hey, Lauren's at the table. She's super hungry. And then the chef is like, all right, well, what does she want? And then the waiter's like, she said, she'll just take anything. And he goes and he looks around and he's like, okay, well, oh, I've got this potato here. So he gives the waiter the potato and the potato um, makes its way to me. And then I go, I didn't want a potato. I wanted like a big, beautiful salad, or actually I was going to say cheeseburger. Yeah. I want (laughs) a big, beautiful cheeseburger with all the trimmings and blah, blah, blah. Right. And then the the waiter, a.k.a. the universe, is like, but you didn't order that. You weren't intentional about that. So we just gave you anything. So a big part about ordering from the universe is getting clear on what it is that you want. And I put out a newsletter 
um, a couple of days ago to my mailing list. If you're not already on it, what are you doing? Please sign up. And I was talking a lot about how I feel that I'm, I'm goal orientated. I'm, I'm very clear on where I want to go professionally and personally. I'm open to adapting. I'm open to pivoting. And it was really surprising to me a couple of months ago where I had this sort of aha moment in my kitchen. I was talking to my partner and I just went, wait a minute, I haven't been as intentional and clear as I could have been this whole time. I've had, I have my goals, but I haven't been driving them home every single day. You know, I haven't been sort of taking space every day to really solidify and confirm those goals. And so when you're ordering for the uni from the universe, some of the things that you want to keep in mind are the following. What is it that you actually want? Because a lot of people don't really know. They know maybe how they want to feel, but they aren't really sure about what it is they want. So if this is you and you're not really sure, you can start small. Like maybe I want to see a sign from my spirit guide in terms of a, of a bluebird or a rainbow or something. Or maybe I would want to manifest a, a compliment today. Or maybe I want to attract like a, a cup of coffee or a good conversation with a friend or something bigger, right? And as Candace said earlier, or this or something better, which I always add to the end of anything that I'm doing, because as a limited, as a, okay, let me rephrase that. As a powerful soul, we actually have the ability to be able to manifest anything that our hearts desire, but our human mind gets in the way of that. So when we can say, oh yeah, I want to attract X, Y, Z, this or something better, it allows the universe to basically blow our minds sometimes instead of limiting us. So when you're ordering from the universe, be clear about what you want and why. Think about how that's going to make you feel. If you can write it down, write down your intentions, that's going to be really, really powerful for you to do because it's going to allow you to really solidify and clear clear up what it is that you do want. So on the 1st of January, I started a manifesting challenge. And I had a certain goal. And then as time's gone on, I've recognized and learned more information and I've adjusted my goal as I've gone through. So I've gone in and actually rewrote some stuff. So when we can get clear with the universe, then the universe can deliver what it is that we're looking for. Candace, did you want to add anything to that little rant? Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. And that's absolutely right. Because by saying this is something better, the universe can sometimes present to you something that you hadn't even thought of. And yeah. it is totally aligned with what you want. And But if you were too stuck in what you want, like it's this and it's got to be red and it's got to be, you know, yeah. and it's got to show up. You've also got to let go of how it's going to show up. And that might be in your tips, which is not in my tips. So I'm mentioning it now because Definitely let go of how. <laughs> then I'll stop. <laughs> no, go for it. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I love that. I love that. And it kind right. of goes into my next point as well so perfect so the next tip believe you are worthy of what you want so and actually can I say one thing I actually yeah. wrote down crystals for each of my tips to work with and then of course because I'm useless at lists I completely forgot to mention so for evolutions not resolutions I recommend selenite so selenite is a crystal of the light it's very cleansing it's very uplifting and it really, it's really beautiful for bringing in change and for allowing that flow at flow and beautiful flow. There's plenty of crystals you can use, but this is, these are like my manifesting crystals, which are quite different to what you would probably think. So anyway, moving on. I'm just going to interrupt you for a quick second. Yeah. I just want to say that um, 
Zenaida did say that she she identifies with being a procrastinator, so she does need to push herself. So I think she got a lot of value of what we were talking about earlier. And also Val is showing up and she's catching us live as well. So that's wonderful. So thank you. We love the comments. Please continue to leave us those comments and, um, and any questions that you may have. And just to reiterate what Candice was saying, selenite, um, I'll write it down here in the banner just quickly is a beautiful crystal that she was talking about. I think sometimes it can be confusing about how to spell that one. So <laughs> that's how you spell selenite. So there you go. All right, sister, take it away to tip number three in no particular order though. <laughs> yeah. Um, so believe you are worthy of what you want. So often one of the biggest, one of one of the biggest mistakes we tend to make is that we try and manifest all these things. We might have an affirmation or whatever, and we're manifesting it from what we want, which is a, is, it's a state of lack. And often we don't believe that we're worthy of it. So really manifesting always, always, never anything else. So even if you are wanting to manifest um, weight loss, if you're wanting to manifest a brand new car, it is about your heart and it is a thousand percent about what you believe you are worth. So it comes down to self-worth a hundred percent of the time. And as soon as you tap into believing and trusting and knowing that you are worth it, then all these other things can start to fall into place. But you can't manifest a single thing if you do not believe it from your heart that you are worth it. Basically, sure wasting your time um so um yeah everything that you want to attract towards you is going to be an energetic match to you so if you are sitting in a state of lack going oh my gosh I'm 30 kilos heavier than I was last year I feel terrible about myself I need to lose weight I need to lose weight and that's the intention that you're putting out and you're manifesting I am skinny I feel amazing and you truly don't believe it, then you're going to continue to get an energetic match to how you're feeling and how you feel inside yourself. So it's always going to be an inside work, doing the inner work, spending time with yourself. Um, the crystal that I recommend for this is Chrysophrase, um, which is a beautiful heart crystal, one of my favourites. I use it all the time. There are lots of other heart crystals you can use, but this is... How do you spell that? Um, C-H-R-Y-S-O-P-H-R-A-S-E. P-H-R-I-R-A-S-E. And that's a heart um, crystal. It's a heart crystal, yeah. And it's like a beautiful hug. So it's always going to be from within. And you can do all the steps you want. You can have all the crystals in the world. You can be creating grids and doing all these things but if you don't energetically match to what you want you're going to keep getting what you want uh what you're what you've got basically you can't move forward if you don't energetically match it and that takes time it takes practice it takes um you know working on your energetics working working with someone reading a book that lights you up um finding that that help which is stuff that I'll talk about further on but um, how does that sit with you, Lauren? Because that's. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. I think one of the things, well, there's so many 
ways I could kind of jam on that idea. Um, a big part about it sometimes is like you're talking about, it's being patient with almost allowing ourselves to kind of grow in our emotion and our love for ourselves. So for example, if you really want something and at the moment it feels like it's not in alignment, well, can you look at something different that is in alignment? And it's almost like it's Esther Hicks and Abraham Hicks's idea of the emotional guidance system, which is basically that you don't go from maybe um, feeling down and bored and, and sad or depression to like join elation, you know, it, it's sort of like you have to incrementally go up the scale. So I think it's the same with what you're talking about. You're talking about how when something is not in alignment with you, even if you may want it, you really need to kind of get your energy in check in order to attract the things that you want. And I think that as we can grow in love for ourselves, as we can nurture ourselves, as we can want to align with things that really do feel in alignment with us slowly and surely we'll start to set ourselves up for those bigger items or those bigger experiences or those bigger emotions and those feelings but for us to go from zero to ten at one time isn't going to be realistic i remember i was listening to wayne dyer's book wishes fulfilled have you read that book or listened to it Yes. Oh, isn't it the best? Oh my God. I love that book. I've listened to it a few times. And I remember in there, he was talking about how someone was asking, and I'm totally paraphrasing here, but someone was asking about the idea of maybe being like a, a pro sports player and they didn't have the physique and the natural tendency for that. And then Wayne was saying, yeah, but is that actually what you really want? And the person went, actually, no, it's not really in alignment with what I really want. I was just trying to throw out a difficult question, essentially. But that's a really big lesson there. It's going that is this thing that I seek actually truly in alignment with me? And if you are um, interested as well, not you can, well, maybe you can, but there's a book called The Moses Code, which is a fantastic book. Have you read that one? haven't read that one. No, oh, you'll love it. It's a really good read. I've got it on the bookshelf behind me here. But a big part about that book was talking about how sometimes when we want to attract something, we don't actually want that thing, we want that feeling. So we may not want that car, we actually want the feeling of freedom. Or we may not want that relationship, we may actually want to just feel loved and supported and whole. And so sometimes when we can also start to think or feel our truth into what is it that we actually are looking for that can assist us in aligning even further. Absolutely. And when we start feeling worthy and feel that self-worth, the outside things don't actually seem so important. You're not looking for the validation from others or the love from others because you already have it within yourself. Or you're not looking for that thing to suddenly make you feel successful or worthy or beautiful or you know, because you already have that and you already feel that with inside yourself. And that comes back to that evolution rather than looking at that end goal. It's allowing yourself to have and to change and to adapt and to under, start to understand what you truly want rather than just what society kind of tells us we should want, right? Yeah, exactly. And when we know that difference, then that means that the things that we are attracting actually fill us up instead of sort of are almost like a band-aid for something that's missing on a bigger Absolutely. level. How often do we want something, whether it's like something we buy? I really want this. It's like the best cup in the world, right? I want this. I want this. I want this. And then when we get it, it's like, it's nice. Didn't yeah. make me feel I as well. a void though. <laughs> exactly and it's yeah. filling up a big space in my cupboard now do you know what I mean like and and that's where when we start to feel worthy of it 
everything changes and allowing yourself to change and allowing, yeah, just allow. Yes. Um, Jessica has asked for us to place the books that we've mentioned at the end. That's really good, but I'll put them right now just briefly as well. So I mentioned the Moses code and also wishes fulfilled. Yeah. And I'll just put them in there now while I'm thinking of it. Wayne Dyer and then the um, Wayne Dyer. And then I can't remember the author of the Moses code right now, but if you just Google it, uh, Jessica, then you'll see that there. So thank you for that um, recommendation as well. That's really smart. I'll, I'll put it again in the comments at the very end because I'm sure there'll be more that come up. Okay, so here we go. Let's go to the next subject here, which is saying yes to the universe. This is mine. So saying yes to the universe. Now, one of the things that Candace touched on earlier, which is I think is like a really key thing to remember is that very often when we're wanting to manifest something, no matter what it is, we are coming from a place of lack, right? Because we don't have that thing. So we want to attract that thing. So a big kind of exercise that we need to do is we need to almost understand the idea around, okay, we don't have that thing. We're going to put out our intention. We're going to put out our wishes to the universe. We're going to let the universe know what it is we want, when we want it even. Um, but we're going to say this or something better. And then we're going to release it and let it go. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that a little bit more. But what we also need to do is we need to meet the universe halfway. I think that sometimes what people want to do is they want to go, you know what, I'm just going to put in my, okay, Lauren, you think you're so smart. I'm just going to put in my order for my car. I'm going to write it down and I'm just going to sit here and I'm just going to expect that car to come. And it's like, actually, no, <laughs> we actually have to meet the universe halfway. And a big part about our ability to meet the universe halfway is our ability to say yes, when the universe presents us with opportunities. Now, one of the authors that I absolutely adore is Stuart Wilde. That's W-I-L-D-E. And uh, he talks a lot about saying yes to experiences, saying yes when people offer you healings and things like that. And I know Candace is laughing because she's offered healings to me before and I've sometimes brain checked them. But... <laughs> <laughs> but I'm getting better at that. And this is where this is one of the reasons why I'm sharing it is because when we say yes to the ideas and the opportunities the universe presents us, then the universe knows that we're going to say yes to these little breadcrumbs, these little nuggets that really are leading us towards our desired outcome. So, for example, if we feel maybe um, we're maybe I'm let's just say I'm sitting at home and someone says, hey, do you want to go and have a coffee? And I go. Yes, I do. Well, I might go for a coffee and I might see on a table next to me a book that's really going to be life changing that I might write down the title and, and, and go and read it, which is going to change my life. Or I might run into somebody who all of a sudden presents me with a new idea or ignites some kind of cool, maybe inspiration in my mind. And then I come back and all of a sudden I'm working on a new project, which I never would have worked on had I not suggested that coffee opportunity. So a big part, I believe, in manifesting a powerful 2024 is your ability to be able to say yes to the things that you know are going to take you in that direction. Now, I'm not saying say yes to things that don't serve you, that don't feel good. If you get those little feelings of anxiety and worry, listen to that. Don't say yes to things that you don't feel comfortable saying yes to, of course. 
but sometimes we get these opportunities and we go, uh, like for me, I work at home alone. So I work at home alone a lot. And that can sometimes allow me to be antisocial. And it's difficult for me to sometimes leave my home. So when I'm presented with these opportunities, like the other day, a friend said, let's meet up for coffee. I have to say yes, definitely to that opportunity, because I know that I need to get out of my own way in order for the universe to kind of meet me where I am, give me inspiration, um, give me those new ideas. And I'm not always going to get them sitting in the same environment. Candice, did you have anything you wanted to add to that? Yeah, so I'm so glad you mentioned that because actionable steps and not just sitting around waiting for things to come to you was on my list, but I was like, I had so many things and I'm like, Lauren is going to mention something about steps. I know it, so I can kind yeah. of take it off my list and know that it's going to be covered. So, yeah, and I think a lot of it gets really confusing with a lot of the books out there that are out there and there's lots of things that says like, you know, if you put it out there and you have an affirmation and you believe it enough that you it will come to you and there's aspects of that that i believe are true okay when you align with it and you're energetically aligned with it but you do need to take a step we are physical human you know beings um mm -hmm. in this plane and this reality requires us to take steps forward and you know, accept opportunities. It's like, um, you know, that, you know, the universe will can show you things and sometimes we miss them or we're like, oh no, I don't want to do it. And it might show it again. But if you don't take those opportunities when they come by, you really can miss them. Mm -hmm. um, also don't get distracted by those things that sometimes when you're, I was talking to Lauren about this the other day, about when you are leveling up, and you're energetically about to level up, level up. It's like my favorite thing to talk about. Um, and it's where the universe starts to try and keep you stuck where you are. So it presents to you more of what you have. And sometimes we tend to go take that opportunity because we're scared that we're going to miss out completely because we don't feel like we're worth more. Or, and it just keeps us stuck. So we, I call it the the woman in the red dress from The Matrix. If you haven't yeah. seen The Matrix, I, we should have a show just on The Matrix because I love, I love all the symbolism and everything that's in that movie. But basically when we start to, when we get stuck in The Matrix and start believing in, I guess, what is presented by the world outside of us and we get stuck in exactly as we are and how we've always been um you know the 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 universe can just send us things like the woman in the red dress from the matrix that distracts us from moving forward yeah. why do we take it because we're comfortable even if we're not comfortable even if we have anxiety even if we are we don't love the life that we have right now and we really really want to change something very similar to what we've always had and what we know comes past and it's like it might be a, a relationship that feels safe because it's not exactly what we want but it's what I feel like I can get and it's good enough for right now it might make me feel but you're not moving forward and you're saying to the universe yes I'm worth this when really you're not you're worth so much more so don't settle and don't let the universe trick you into thinking that you need this. You can go for that. Um, 
take the steps that are moving forward and take those those opportunities that allow you to step forward. I hope I explained that right because I feel like that became yeah, a little... no, I think you did. I mean, it's probably a conversation. Oh, actually, I'm going to touch on it in my next subject as well. So why don't we park that for a second? Awesome. Um, because yes. what Candace was talking about is I was going through some negativity and a big part about that was my ego wanting to keep me small and feel like a victim. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about that in the next, in my next point. So it's actually a perfect segue. But between those two concepts, we've got allow for growth with compassion, which is probably a perfect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> literally the first point I have on that yeah. is actionable steps, um, allowing for setbacks. So know that along the way, one, yes, the universe is going to present things that keep you you know, that may be a step sideways or may be keeping you pretty much stuck. It may even be some an opportunity that previously you would have jumped at, but now is either a step back or a step sideways. So as you energetically start to grow and you start to come into your heart and feel more worthy, it's it's important to keep stepping forward and to allow yourself to grow um, and understand that, yep, if you did take that job opportunity, step back into a relationship that wasn't quite, quite right, understand that you're learning from that and that setbacks are all a really important part of growth. Like I think I remember reading something and I see it all the time that no successful person ever got there and truly felt fulfilled without the failures because you learn so much from every setback. So every time you have a setback, whether it is in anxiety or maybe it is on, you know, your, your path to feeling healthier and you, you know, binge eat a packet of Tim Tams while watching Netflix and it just makes you feel terrible, know that you know, you're in an evolution. It's not the end of the world. You can learn so much from that. Be honest with yourself about why this setback is happening. Maybe it's just to remind you that you are going forward. Maybe it is a distraction from the universe to try and keep you you stuck and say, no, I, I want to step forward. I'm ready. Um, and use it as a way to step forward um, and be super kind to yourself. We're allowed to trip over. We're allowed to step backwards. It doesn't mean that you have undone everything you've done. It just means that as of this moment, not as of tomorrow, not as of January 1st, not as of next month, as of this moment right now, I can make choices and make changes to, to keep moving forward and to start going after what I want again and grow from it and learn from it. Yeah. Oh, and the crystal for this Just one before is before we get to the crystals, Zendaya, um, she did say that she stays at home a lot and misses out on opportunities. Okay. And I think that, you know, that kind of, I think we can all really relate to that. And I think it's a lot about what um, what Candace is talking about. It's about being compassionate for where you are, but also if you want to grow, like understanding the things that you're doing that are keeping you stuck. And maybe we need to take action anyway, you know, yeah. because on the other side of fear is a miracle. Um, one of the things that I did is I scheduled into my calendar 
to actually go and work from a cafe every month. So every, every, in my calendar, I get that reminder. It's like, oh yeah, I got to go do that thing because I know that I have to push myself to get out and change my environment. And that's about being compassionate about where I am, but it's also understanding that I want to grow. Yeah. Yeah. And allowing, um, and part of being compassionate is looking inwards at yourself and understanding which parts are out of your control that are keeping you exactly where you are and which parts are in your control but you are choosing to make those same choices again. So you might be at home with kids and it's it's incredibly hard and you feel very, very isolated, but there are moments that we can choose to make change and to prioritise ourselves a little bit more, even if it's 10 minutes, even if it does involve taking children with us or whatever, there are ways to adapt and there's always ways rather than being stuck in those patterns and allowing our situation to become an excuse not to step forward. Um, and it's not, and it's not, um, and it's about looking at that almost victim mentality that we all put ourselves in with compassion and understanding, yeah, I have every right to feel the way that I'm feeling, but I choose now to make choices that are going to better serve me. So beautiful. And what crystal can we use to support? So I chose smoky quartz to support this one because with um, we really want to ground any of those those feelings of of not being good enough or those feelings of setbacks and things like that. We want to ground them down and kind of with love and compassion. And Smoky Quartz is a beautiful way of grounding while also being super compassionate for any trauma, any victim victimization that we have. So I chose Smoky Quartz for this one. I think I smelled I smelled smoky, not smoky. Smoky <laughs> <laughs> Smocky quartz. Okay, Beautiful awesome. New variation that you've just discovered. Smocky <laughs> quartz. <laughs> I'll trademark that. <laughs> I just realized I haven't been plugged in this whole time. So there we go. That is hilarious. So hopefully, <laughs> it actually sounds better than than the echo. So, all right. So I'm going to talk about appreciating all of life's experiences, and so I want to talk about. Uh, Noticing sometimes when we are wanting to manifest things, exactly what Candace was talking about. I'm going to talk a little bit later about noticing tests that the universe brings us, but I do want to talk about the idea of sometimes our negative mindset can really trap us, especially when we feel like things aren't happening as fast as we want them to, or they're not happening in the way that we thought they would. Or um, sometimes when we are just in negativity and spiraling, it can be difficult to kind of dislodge and get ourselves out of that. So I just wanted to mention that a little bit because when we can appreciate all of life's experiences, we can see the light within that. There's always going to be a sliver of light in any experiences. And when we have dark days and days that are feeling really tough, when we can look for that one glimmer of hope or that glimmer of light, that's where we start to open up a little bit more. And a big part about that is what Candace was talking about, which is being compassionate for ourselves as we learn and as we grow. And one of the things that I learned from Abraham Hicks's teachings, which I absolutely love, is when we know what we don't want, we know what we do want. 
And so when I find myself spiraling and stuck in negativity, I know that's not how I want to live. So I need to remember that I am powerful beyond all measure, to quote Marianne Williams, and that I know that I can get myself out of that. So that would be doing clearing of your energy, cord cutting. It would be talking to a, a trusted friend like Candace. Um, it would be talking uh, to ourselves, even journaling, asking support from our guides. It's also noticing that very often our thoughts are actually not real, right? We believe everything that we think sometimes because it, it comes from our own head without recognizing that our thoughts are just thoughts. They're not actually real. And when we can remember that, we can go, wait a minute, I don't have to believe everything that I think. That allows us to start to step back and to look at our, our situation a little bit more objectively. So I think that when I can, you know, kind of reflect on experiences that I've had where I'm um, maybe spiraling a lot, it's kind of an indication to me that I maybe need to take a break, that maybe I don't need to do so much self-development for a while. I need to kind of step back from that. Or I need to go out and I need to get outside more. I need to look at grounding. I need to make sure that I'm I'm managing my energy, especially as an empath, which a lot of people can connect to, relate to. I need to make sure that the things that I'm, I'm maybe concerned about actually belong to me. And they're not, you know, kind of the thoughts that I picked up when I was at the mall earlier that day, for example. So when we can learn to appreciate all of life's experiences, I think it puts us in the driver's seat of remembering that we are powerful and that we can manage anything that comes, even when it's difficult. Now, on the flip side of that, when we can do strategy, um, when we can do little practices like noticing the things that we're appreciating in life, you know, so today I was listening to Gabby Bernstein's book, Super Attractor, and she's got one of the exercises is like to say out loud the things that you're appreciating, the things that you appreciate. So I appreciate you, Candice. I appreciate that you are such a kind and gentle and giving and understanding woman. And I appreciate that we've been able to find ourselves again in this in this light and that we can support each other on the journey to success and growth. And I'm so thankful for that. And when I can feel that appreciation and share it with someone that I um, you know, appreciate, then I, I all of a sudden get filled with that love and I get filled with that emotion. And what the, what does that do? It gets me out of my own head. It gets me out of the victim mentality. It gets me out of that negativity. Do you want to elaborate on that at all? I love that. I love Thank you. <laughs> and this is, um, it's funny you, you mentioned, cause I, I've got gratitude written in almost every single like thing that I wrote and I have, still haven't mentioned it. And I love that. And I love what you said about, and I could see when you were saying what you were grateful for, the emotion behind that, like you, mm. you felt it. And I find that gratitude as well, like it becomes this thing that we just throw out there or that's thrown around a lot. But when you truly tap into those things that actually move you and make you feel, you know, feel something, then that's when gratitude really takes hold. Like I have a gratitude journal with me here. Lauren is in this journal. And that's oh. it. Like It's so hard in this world to find women that support women. Um, and so I'm so grateful for Lauren because it's she's been like a soul sister for me because, you know, we 
the society that we've that has been created around us is very competitive and when we take that step back and just actually appreciate one another and appreciate the beautiful souls that have come into our lives and even the challenges that we have faced and because hindsight's a beautiful thing my worst moments in my life my absolute rock bottoms i needed every single one of those things to be exactly where i am and i wouldn't change a moment of it and now every single day I am insanely grateful for my darkest hour um, which were years of feeling that dark but when you can grab the grass those little bits of light within those Mm -hmm. moments it's truly transformational and the other thing that you mentioned was change and I just wrote change so I don't know in what context you were talking about it but I know Often what we do is we think about what we want to change in a new year. And I'm going back to those resolutions that I hate, but so many people have them. Like, let's just say that it's, I I want to feel healthier. So my, my thing would be, I want to feel healthier. I want to feel more vibrant. Most people would be like, I want to lose weight. That's, that's where their focus is sitting. I want to lose weight. But if you make the same choices that you made last year, so January 1st, every single time, what do we do? Oh, I'm going to join a gym. Yep, and the gym membership's going to sit there. So if it hasn't worked for you before, it's probably not going to work this time. So it's time to yes. make a change in the steps that you are taking to move forward. So, you know, reach out to someone different. Try a whole different, you know, whether it's an alternative therapy or if you've been going to the gym and it doesn't work for you, try, I don't know, aerial gymnastics i don't know anything dancing dancing tribal dancing with drums whatever it is <laughs> turn the music on and dance around your lounge room if that's your form yeah. of extra. find something try something new because often we get stuck in the same patterns and think that oh i'm gonna do these same steps if those steps haven't worked for you the last three years that you've tried to do them they're not going to work going forward the universe wants you to try something different so getting mm. into experience accepting all experiences and do something different so beautiful and that goes back to seeing yes to the experiences and then the awareness of having you know compassion for ourselves for not doing things the way that we maybe think we're supposed to do them like i'm not a gym person it's not going to happen so i do other things yeah and, and if you yeah. get anxiety or you don't like being around people then that's never going to work for you. That's not. Or yeah. if you've got children at home or you're you're financially spent, then joining a gym is just going to add more pressure to you and it's not going to work. It's just going to feel like more lack. So mm-hmm. try different. Beautiful. And let's that's a beautiful way to talk about energetic statements because yeah. I would imagine that you know, when we are talking about not doing things that we can really kind of beat ourselves up for that, right? Berate ourselves and, you know, kind of reinforce those stories that we're not good enough. Yeah. And energetic statements are a, um, yeah, these are, this is a big one because we see so much around about affirmations. And I am, I have had a love-hate relationship with affirmations since I first heard about them. And I know some people love them. I know Lauren loves them. But I'm going to yeah. put a different spin on affirmations for you 
to make them work better for you. So I think affirmations are BS. <laughs> and here's why. Because faking it till you making it just doesn't work. Okay? So I am all about energetic statements. So if you, and how this works is, it works a little bit like they look very, very similar to each other. But, and generally an affirmation is going to be, I am abundant, I am I am joyous, I am, I have, I have the partner that I want. You're basically saying a statement of what isn't in your reality right now. And if you say it enough times, it's going to work, right? Okay, and you're waiting for the universe to bring it to you. Okay. And I do believe, in a sense, that if you sat for two days straight in meditation and said the same thing over and over again, you probably could reprogram your brain to believe it. But by having, by creating energetic statements, and these are done either in meditation, by truly connecting into your heart, and by sitting down and writing something that you truly believe and feeling it. So yes, you can sometimes come across an energetic statement on Instagram and you'll know because you will read something and it will light up your heart and you'll go, yes. And if <laughs> you say something, if you read out something and it says, you know, and it does not make your heart sing, it's not going to work for you. So I invite everybody to really look at the affirmations that they're saying and because I believe that energetic statements should be empowering. They should be within grasp as well. So I, if you think about the word I am abundant, okay, if I say and I close my eyes and I hold my heart and I'm like, I am abundant, and I think about how that word makes me feel, from, abundant is in almost, you know, so many affirmations right now. And mm -hmm. if you think about how that word makes you feel, for most people it's like mm, if they think about money and generally if you're coming from a state of lack, you are just faking it and you it generally just makes you think that you're in a state of lack. Now, if I put a spin on that or I change that affirm affirmation up into an energetic statement, for me, I would be my heart is overflowing with joy. And you can see my face change, right? You can see how that makes me feel because when I think about all those things, it puts a change in me and my heart does overflow with joy. So changing up your affirmations, see, even now I'm getting emotional, changing up your affirmations into energetic statements. It can be anything. If it lights you up and it makes you feel good, it's going to work. So it's just like, so creating an affirmation, a great time to create an affirmation is to go through and truly connect into all the things you're grateful for and then just expand them. So if you're wanting to expand your business and you sit down and you write a list of all the amazing things that you're, you are grateful for in your business and you're like, I'm so grateful for if you have three clients and that's all you have, I'm so grateful for the three clients that I have. And so your energetic statement may be, I'm so grateful for all the clients that are coming into my life that I can serve and uplift them. So again, I'm feeling the emotion because it makes me feel grateful and we're actually able to move forward. I look ridiculous. So, but this is the difference between 
energetic statements and affirmations. And I am totally all for. So occasionally um, on the table when I'm doing healing for clients, spirit will give me energetic statements for people. And that's the only time that I ever share an energetic statement because it's come through for that client. But mm. I don't give affirmations and things because it truly has to be either connected from your spirit team, from your higher self, or truly from your heart. And the, um, yeah, so faking it till you make it. Before you, don't go to the crystal because I want to talk about this with you for a second. Beautiful. Um, so you can attract anything, to attract what you need, you need to be an energetic match to it. So if you're saying an affirmation, so the other thing I want to say, I have an affirmation. I am, I'm, uh, I'm trying to think of, of a good, a good affirmation because I don't use them. Um, I, am, I bring peace with me wherever I go. Oh, but that's true. <laughs> yeah, okay. no, um, so, oh, okay. So I have 10 clients booked in next week, okay? If I'm saying that affirmation over and over again in my head, I have 10 clients booked in next week, 10 clients booked in next week. The energy energy behind that statement is like, mm, like this. Lie. My, my e exactly, exactly, Lauren, my ego comes in and says, liar. Where do you think the stronger energetic statement sits? Liar. Because you believe mm. You believe that that's true. You believe it's coming from a place of lack. So we want to, you know, I am bringing forward because I'm focusing on the clients I have. I'm bringing forward new clients to serve and uplift. And hmm. that's <laughs> interesting. I like it a lot. I'm going to start using energetic statements in terms of, um, as a synonym of affirmations. So I really like what you're talking about. I remember when I was in my early 20s and I first started learning about reprogramming my mind and I remember um the woman that was teaching me about this you know she said so I say okay well when I hear myself in my mind say I hate myself she goes just say I love myself and I'm like no I can't like I couldn't even say that out loud I wouldn't she goes okay well what about I like myself and I went yes I can say that I like myself and then over time I was able to build up to I love myself and I love myself, which, you know, for those of you who know me know that this is something that I'm improving in every day. <laughs> so yeah. it's not like set and forget. It's a consistent relationship sort of thing that I'm I continue to grow in. I love the idea of the energetic statements. I do want to ask you, though, because if we so louise hay talks about affirmations a lot and i always live by affirmations myself and you know i think they're really powerful and it makes sense to me that sometimes affirmations feel a little bit uncomfortable because they aren't our truth but they're what we want to attract so do you think that you can't incorporate affirmations that maybe are I like myself, which may be a little bit uncomfortable, but still more truthful to I love myself, for example. And I guess I'm asking you that question because when I have an energetic statement, like for example, and I have it actually written here, which I learned from um, Florence Scovelshin, and it says, I cast over my burdens to the Christ light within and I go free. And I remember when I first heard that I was driving, I pulled over on the side of the road to write it down 
or to like backtrack and listen to it again a few times because it was so powerful. The energy behind that, and I could talk about that statement for ages, was so profound to me. However, when I am, when I was working, especially on my body image issues, I would say I like myself, which I could say, and I still at the same time probably knew it was something I was improving in every day. Yeah. So, you know, and Louise talks about, you know, the fact that sometimes these things are a little bit uncomfortable. So would you say that there's kind of an opportunity for the two to meet, but it's understanding the difference in energy. And I like the idea of going, okay, I may not have 10 clients booked in this week, but I'm so grateful for the clients that I continue to attract that are in harmony with me, for example. And that would be, that's an energetic statement because it's not, because also think about it at the end of the week, when you haven't had 10 clients and you didn't manifest 10 clients, how does that make you feel? Shit. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So I love Louise Hay. I love Louise Hay. And I think every, see, anything I read, anything I learn, I take it just like for everybody who's watching this, take what resonates with you and flush the rest away because it's your evolution. It's your choice. It's your journey. And not everything has to resonate with everybody. I love Louise Hay and I think her work is phenomenal and I think it has a beautiful place because I don't think everybody is ready to truly step forward and create their own energetic statements. Not everybody is empowered enough yet to do that. My, yeah. And I was just, can I just say you're so right. And I'm sorry to cut you off because I, I also want to say too, that I realized up until a couple of years ago that I wasn't feeling all of my affirmations. Yeah. And if you're not feeling your affirmations, you're just wasting your time. Honestly, it's like going to the gym and just standing there, going to the gym and watching all the hot people do their stuff. Like it's a waste of time and it's generally probably going to make you feel worse because you're just saying something over and over again where you could be doing something far more productive, like meditating for three minutes. Okay. Um, So as you were saying about your how you would word your, when you were talking about self-love and acceptance, I like myself. So if it's still making you uncomfortable, it's not an energetic statement. It's not going to help you. I would change that to, I am learning to love and accept myself more and more every day because it's empowering. It's true, but it's also manifesting towards the future. And then when you actually do like yourself, I like myself. I love myself. I am seeing more things to love, to truly love about myself every single day. And if you say that every day, then you start to believe it. And then suddenly you're standing in the mirror going, you rock girl. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I am worthy of everything that, and you can say it with truth. I am worthy of everything that, that I desire. So are you saying that if you don't feel that, Mm-hmm. that you have to find a statement that resonates with you to continue to grow in that feeling. And then like I was talking about earlier, then you can almost add on a little bit as you continue to grow. Baby steps. It's almost taking it back. If you can't say I like I like myself with truth behind it and with matching that energy, you need to match that energy because if you were saying I like myself and that chatter is saying liar, you're going to get liar. 
Mm. And it's just going to bring you down and you're going to waste three weeks, four weeks saying this and you're not going to like yourself any better. So you need to strip it back further. Go back to I can list two things I like about myself. I like my toes. <laughs> Start really small. Mm -hmm. I like starts with their toes. Only <laughs> you, but okay. I do. <laughs> I like my toes. Um, start really yeah. small, believe it, grow from it. When you find one thing that you truly believe and you can grow from it and you can combine your gratitude with it, see, I get goosebumps. Yeah. Mm, That's cool. where it becomes powerful and it stops just being this new age thing that we fluff around. I think affirmations that people are putting out, if, as I said, if you pick up a book and it resonates with you and it makes your heart go, go for it. Mm -hmm. But if it doesn't fully resonate with you and it's just a nice little thing, it's nice to flick through Facebook and Instagram and see a pretty little affirmation and go, oh, yeah, that's nice. But it's not for you to invest your time and your energy into if it's not energetically connected to you. Hmm. Uh, and I will say also, because I'm pondering all this, of course, in real time, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is always fun. That's why we go live, because you never know what's going to happen. And this is why <laughs> Candace and I don't share our stuff, because we want to have a real time reaction. And I knew this things. one was going to be an interesting yeah. one. Yeah. We love your affirmations and I knew this was going to be, yeah. I think it's a great opportunity to, because I used to love and I tried affirmation for years. Yeah. And if anything. I think though, for further. me, uh, I realized the importance of feeling my truth, like feeling the affirmation. I also feel comfortable for me to, I think energetic statements are where it's at. I'm just going to say that right now. Boom. But I'm also going to say that uh, when I do affirmations, I do make sure that I feel comfortable saying them so that there's a decorum of truth there. And I know that sometimes for me when I'm doing them, that I'm so focused on reprogramming my mind with that truth that I actually sometimes feel that I can tap into the power of my desire, which can overshadow that voice that tells me that this isn't true just yet. However, I do feel going forward that energetic statements is what I'd like to start using in, as a synonym of affirmations. And that I do think that, like you said, if there's a discord here with our feeling and our, and our thought, we're going to have a challenge and a problem there. So it's about that redefining of something that we can say that is in alignment with where we want to go and grow in terms of how we feel about it too. Yeah. And you can turn any information any affirmation into an energetic statement if you but feel you have it. To truly feel it you have to yeah. feel it and if you can't feel it then change it because yeah, adjust it just adjust it because if it kind of resonates with you but it's not quite there and you're not able to feel it it's not about them being completely useless it's just about you want growth you want to manifest you want to make it happen this is the way to make it happen adjust find the way, make it an energetic statement and you will go so much further. Yeah. Very cool. Well, yeah. we only have like a couple minutes left because, um, and we've got three more things to get through. So let's see yeah. how we go with this. So notice the steps. That's mine. No, mm -hmm. yes, it is mine. And I didn't mean to write notice the steps. I meant to write notice the tests. So let me just readjust that.
So one of the things that I wanted to talk about in terms of noticing the tests, it's understanding that when we're really clear on what it is we want, and we can bring our vision to life through, say, a vision board, for example, and I saw that Zineda, um, she had done that, which is awesome. I love that. And I've got a free download to a vision board as well in the, in the comments or the show notes here. When we can bring our vision to life, it's important to notice that the tests that the universe brings us to really solidify that intention. So for example, we were talking earlier about how when we're really ready to step into our power, sometimes what happens is that the universe or our mind gets in our way, right? Our ego. And this is actually a conversation that we should have, Candice, probably an, at another time, because I think it's a really big conversation. But I was saying to a girlfriend of mine the other day, I'm like, oh, my ego, I need to like, because, you know, she's always like being a victim. And she goes, yeah, but you need to love your ego because your ego is just protecting you. And the minute that you start to kind of hate on your ego or like get frustrated with it, that's when it rears up, but it also isn't serving you. So I think a big part about, you know, what we need to remember is that when we are being tested from the universe or when we are being tested from our own selves with our negativity and stuff like that, can we look for the opportunity here? Can we look for the opportunity to be able to clearly define what it is we want even further? I love this woman I saw. I don't, really go on TikTok very much, but my girlfriend sent it to me. I think I sent it to you, Candice. If not, I'll send it to you after the show. But this woman was talking about how, let's say you want an apartment and you're really clear on the kind of apartment that you want with the view and the rooms and the floor that it's on and et cetera, et cetera. So you maybe do a vision board or you do your ordering statement from the universe about what it is that you want, this or something better. And then you put it out there. And then what happens is the universe will start to show up and go, hey, okay, you wanted this two bedroom apartment overlooking a park um, and on like the eighth floor, or like a high floor. Well, what about this one bedroom apartment that overlooks the park on the first floor? Now, that's a test for you to go, wait a minute, what is it that I actually want? I want this two bedroom on a high floor overlooking the park, not a one bedroom on a low floor. So what I'm going to say to the universe is, nah, I don't actually want that. I'm going to hold out for something better. And I'm going to get really clearly defined what it is that I do want. And so I feel that when we can appreciate the things that we have around us, like, oh, I like the space that I'm in already, we can start to really feel into what it is that we want to attract more and more and more. These tests will come, but we're going to be feeling so in alignment with what it is that we want that they won't stick around too much as long as we can remember to say, no, that's not what I want. And I'm sure that our listener at home and Candice, I'd love to hear from you is that, you know, when we know what we don't want, we know what we do want. And when we say yes to things that aren't completely in alignment with what we want, we actually get down this whole rabbit hole and we can kind of get stuck and lost along the way. So yeah, any sort of thoughts on that? And I know we only have a few minutes left before we have to wrap here. Yeah, absolutely. And I, um, with that one, I just wanted to say that um often when we are saying no to the universe for that thing that wasn't quite right say no but thank you thank you for showing me that what i oh, didn't I like that almost there you know closer but not quite so be grateful that 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 came around to show you not quite what i want i'm waiting for something better to have that gratitude so that the universe wants to show you more or your ego your your manifesting actually wants to bring more of that. Okay, we're closer. Let's let's keep that going. So 
I love that. Um, Jessica also said, what's the crystal for energetic statements? Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, Jessica. <laughs> um, Amazonite. Amazonite is a crystal of empowerment. So um, beautiful, beautiful crystal. So Amazonite, definitely the crystal for that one. For energetic statements. Yes. And that's green, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it is. So green, green is heart. Some of them green is heart. Yep. A lot of my crystals are heart crystals for this because it all comes down to that self-worth and that knowing you're worth it. So one of the you, things too, I remember Chris, um, Candace said to me on our, um, when we did a podcast together is, um, you know, I think I was talking about manifesting something and then she was saying, yeah, but you don't, you actually can combine all of these crystals to work together to help you because sometimes you need love support and sometimes you need maybe fluorite or to like clarity of vision. And there's all these sort of things. And I know that that's some, something that you do offer is being able to kind of give people a prescription or a little bit of a recipe for what it is that they want working with crystals. All right, go ahead, sister. Cause I got to go in three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so the next, uh, the next one is getting support on outsourcing. So, uh, this one is huge. So often when we um, we need to be a part of the universe, we need to be a part of the system. And sometimes like putting our energy out, whether it's whether it's um, financially investing in ourselves, in what we what we want, um, it creates this flow of abundance. So energy out brings energy in. So if you are needing support in some way if you're wanting to you know um get into shape whether it's energetically whether it's physically so you might physically want to get into a shape well you know and everything you've been doing years and years and years hasn't been working so you know you've tried if you haven't tried a personal trainer you might want to outsource a personal trainer you may want to go see a nutritionist invest that time or that money in that if you want to mm. you know, bring about manifesting invest in a coach or spiritual alignment get your your chakras and your heart and your self-worth in order figure out how much you can invest in yourself or in your business or in that outsourcing part which might be it might be twenty dollars a week okay well that's eighty dollars a month how can I spend this at my best and receive back so Often the free things that we find on the internet, they you get what you give. So if you're mm -hmm. giving to the universe, I'm only going to look for free stuff, well, you're going to get back that rather low-quality, energetic amount of free stuff. If you can invest 10 minutes a day in manifesting or in meditating, you're going to get so much out of it. If you can stretch that to 20 minutes, you're going to get so much more. So I am a big believer in you can learn a lot of stuff by yourself. You can learn how to manifest by yourself. You can learn all these things. But do you have 300 hours to scroll through the internet to try and find when someone has a course on time management totally. or, you know, and it might cost you $300 and it's, you know, all together and, and, you know, you only have to invest that one time in that and you've got this for life rather than, you know, if you were going to build a house, your dream is to build a house, you're not going to learn how to be a carpenter, how to be, you know, a surveyor, how to lay concrete, how to be an architect. This is, you know, outsourced to the universe. We have this beautiful amount of people with amazing skills and 
get support as well. So get support as far as whether it's friends, if you can't afford to have support from someone else, get support from a friend, get a gym buddy, get a spiritual buddy to bounce information off and and just allow yourself to move forward. So I think there's a great power in investing in yourself, whether it's financially, with time, in, in that way, to create that flow and that abundance with the um, that energy exchange, right? And what's the crystal for that one? Moss agate. So moss agate is one of my favourite crystals. It's a crystal of new beginnings. It's beautiful for um, all sorts of growth and abundance. It's, again, a heart-based crystal. Love my heart-based crystals. They do do uh, moss agate in pink as well, which is absolutely gorgeous. It's a bit more soothing if you're trying to deal with anxiety and those sorts of things, if they are what you're you're hoping to uh, manifest and more calm. So, yeah, moss agate, check it out. Perfect. And I actually have to go because I have a client. So I have to run now. But I will say that my final one was relax and release. And it was really just a lot about allowing the universe to be able to deliver things at the divine timing. And so sometimes we want things to happen right now, but we actually need to remember to trust the process. Absolutely. I love that. Perfect. So how can people get a hold of you, my sister? All, all the links and everything are there in the show notes. So jump on the Instagram or Facebook, reach out via my website, laramalighthealing.com.au. I offer in-person healings and um, online. I've got some workshops, online workshops coming up as well. So just Perfect. reach out and yeah, always happy to chat. Always happy to Thank you so much. And thank you for being here, our friends at home. And we will talk to you again next month. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi. Thanks so much for listening to the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please leave us a review where you listen to your podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you. New episodes every Thursday.